Hello and welcome back to Half Damage. Here's a cheeky little refresher about what happened previously. Steph, is there something that's concerning you? Yeah, you look pissed. The things we lost are dead and gone, so maybe our future could contain a little more getting off our asses and a little less sitting around here, doing nothing, and hoping something will change. Hashtag I'm with you. I like her. March on, Strahd, as soon as we possibly can. You can't just charge in. Like, look at me. I want to kill every single werewolf I come across, but I had to prepare, so I went and stole some silver, and then Um, I put um, it on my axe. uh, we fight and we lose, they die too. What kind of life is this? I had a happy life. So yeah, maybe there is more, but more versus being alive, I'm fine with the things the way they are. I'm sure this is exactly what your wife wanted for you. These gems <gasps> provided a wealth of growth on the land. They were taken from us. Hello, heroes. <sighs> Are you wasted? I'm on a mental health break. I'm also on a lot of medication right now. I'm in so much trouble. Don't you run the people who run the show? (laughs) No. Hey, Strata, can I see that one? No, wait, no, you're a minor. No. (laughs) No. No drinkies for me. I don't do corrupt minors. You just try to actively kill me. I have not tried to kill you. It's in my contract. I don't kill kids. You want to know something fun, though? Even if that's in your contract, they just try and kill the fucking kids for you. You don't have to kill anyone. If it's not me, it will be someone else. I have lines that I won't cross. Lines that the people above me have proven that they have no issue crossing. So you are all going to go back to being heroes, collecting everything you need to defeat me. Maybe this gets a good ending. I'm sorry if killing you is the only way out of this. We don't want to kill you. I don't want you to go. Trust me, it'll be better this way. You see as the four of straw disappears and he turns into, of course, a whole bunch of bats and flies away into the night. Taking the cart away from the Wizards of Winery Place and a very strange encounter with Strahd, you head along the trail to the southwest to a place on the map pointed out to you by one of the were-ravens. Eventually, the trail leads to a hill covered with dead grass and cairns of black rock. This is the place that you hope to find the lost gem to restore the land. Dark, ominous clouds gather above as you watch a single bolt of lightning as it strikes the hilltop. West of the hill, you can see as the land disappears into the thick, haunting fog that surrounds Barovia. First off, what are y'all doing with your old friend, the carriage? I pet it. Uh, roll for animal handling? I don't know what to do for that. Carriage handling. Ooh, no, let's not say carriage handling. That feels, that feels (laughs) like a different- Well, you don't like it when I handle my carriage (laughs) on air? I don't, I don't like when Emily handles her carriage because she's been doing that a lot okay. these episodes. <laughs> like, okay. Last time her hands were places. <laughs> bitch. <laughs> that was one of my favorite bitches I've ever heard. That was very good. But I pet the carriage in a non-sexual manner in the name of the Father, okay. the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Oh. Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> a pl- yeah, some yeah, yeah, platonic yeah. carriage handling. It's okay. <laughs> how, how far in are you taking the carriage? Well, we should probably just leave it here. Go on foot. Yeah, do we even do we have a spare cart? I, uh... A spare cart? <laughs> you barely have this cart. Uh, but yeah, so you just like park it at kind of like the bottom of the hill? Yep. Yes. So, um, this vehicle is reversed. <laughs> uh, so essentially, uh, there's some dirt trails that are going in two kind of concentric rings around the hill. Uh, each cairn is like 10 foot high and like is just 
a big, big old mound of slimy black rocks. <laughs> slimy. Mm-hmm. I, sco- I scoop up some slime and deposit it in my component pouch. <laughs> Ew. God, you've got a handful of slime. <laughs> Delight. Fang scoops up some slime just to like play with in her hands. <laughs> oh, Fang is a teen. Yes, he you're correct. Is, yeah, <laughs> exactly. I just don't know if slime's like a, a cool I mean, hip thing anymore. I can tell you that my my, my kid brother still has slime. Okay, I don't that's think fine. He, he hasn't made any new slime in a while, so maybe uh, it's on the way out. But... So it's old, old, <laughs> nasty goop slime. It doesn't, I, it, I mean, it's still it's still the same as it was. I don't know if I like that. I don't know if I like knowing about your brother's old slime. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my, my brother keeps his slime very clean in a nice, no, it's no, in a nice Tupperware, like it's sealed. Less. I like this so much less. The more, the more I know, the less I like. Yeah, I didn't like it either. I, I, I step off of the carriage. We're doing great so far, guys. <laughs> you guys all start trudging up the hill um, with the, the Cairns to, to your sides as you go up. So atop the hill is like a wide ring of black boulders and smaller rocks that collectively form like a makeshift wall enclosing a field of dead grass. A lightning strikes the edge of the ring from time to time, illuminating a ghastly 50-foot-tall statue made of tightly woven twigs and packed with black earth. Uh, the statue resembles a towering cloaked man with some fangs. Fang? N- not, not with, some, not with like fangs. <laughs> not with like. There's like two like we like halfling girls to the side. Is like it's weird, but also at the other end of this, the path goes kind of through this little rocky walled area, and through that you can see on the other side, uh, the south end of the hilltop is a kind of grove of dead trees and shrubs and in their center is a huge misshapen tree at its core. Uh, It looks real nasty, looks real nasty. And what you can see is some weirdly and unpleasantly familiar humanoid creatures that are covered in needles. So this is a statue of a vampire. Is it in high enough definition that I can tell that if it's Strahd? Uh, make a wee investigation. Uh, I have plus seven, so that's a 15. Oh, fuck, fuck yeah. With, I think with a 15, you realize that it is somewhat Strahd looking, but not fully Strahd looking, I guess. It's pretty Strahd like, but he's not He's not holding a wine bottle, so I don't, I'm not buying it. <laughs> it. So yeah, it's carved out of what looks like, like a big old tree root. You mentioned a uh, wall, a makeshift wall. Mm-hmm. How makeshift is this wall? If uh, some force were to be applied to said wall, how likely is it said wall might? If I were to, uh, I don't know. Yeah, if I were to uh, apply a bit if of I force, if I apply the force, will it wall. become more like a window? Well, like they're they're pretty high. It's pretty high. So I feel like if you were trying to get the ones at the bottom, it would be a bit more difficult than the ones at the top. Like they're kind of like cemented in by all of the the force of the ones on top of it. But conceivably, you can push some down. Presumably inside these walls are the druids that we're here to hunt. So pushing a wall down on them might be strategically advantageous. Two words that Fang would never say. <laughs> Interestingly enough, you like you can see into the ring from where you are. You see the the blights at the other end. You do not see a druid. All right, well we can push some rocks down on some blights. <laughs> Any way to justify this? The the blights are also like outside of the walls, so like you've got the ring of wall. Inside the ring is the statue, and then through it on the other side, like there's like a little path that goes through, 
and on the other side of that is where the the tree is. Fang turns to the group and she's like, I, I'm torn between, I want to push the wall over, but I also want to push the statue over. So I, you know, what, what, what are you thinking, gang? What looks more push overable? Me. I'm a pushover. Let's get you up there. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Can I can I do some kind of check on the statue to see how push overable or perhaps chop downable it is? I mean, go ahead and give a give a little uh, investigation, I suppose. Oh, I'm so good at those. Yeah. That's uh, a 16. So looking at how push overable it is. I don't care what it looks like. I just want to see if yeah, I can. Yeah, no, knock I, I assumed you did not give a shit what it looked like. It looks like it could be pushed over, but it would require quite a lot of oomph. I'm 90% oomph. <laughs> My middle name is Oomph. Fang, right. Fang, are you really you're set on you're set on doing this, aren't you? I mean, it seems pretty important. I don't know why they'd build a statue if it wasn't important. Alright, then uh, yeah. Screw statues. We're, we're here to mess their stuff up. We're behind I mean, I guess I'm behind you. But also, there doesn't seem to be any druids here. So, you know, it seems like an easy job. Okay. And a good way to get the druids to come to us. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, good one, Pancho. Yeah. <laughs> well, go on ahead. Everything else is dead air. Go, go, go. <laughs> Fang goes. Fang goes. Yeah. Fang go. Axe in okay, so hand. Like, how, how, how are you doing this? Charging in and shoving it over. Just, <laughs> just run full pelt at it and shove. Is there I mean, another op? I mean... That, that's like that's a very valid well, option, girl who has an axe. But yes, this is what you're doing. <laughs> I don't know what she. I don't know what you want from me. I'm a barbarian. To to be fair, she does. Uh, yeah. So I do my battle scream, and a bunch of ghosts swirl up around me. <laughs> the spooky ghosts, like you feel your ancestors at your back as you charge to knock over this big nasty tree. Give me a strength check, baby. <laughs> we're all we're all watching from the sidelines with crossed arms, and I'm like. <laughs> These ghosts happen very often. It's very. It seems to be very, ter- really trivial. You were used to this from like when like Fang was working in the uh, cafe, <laughs> and like she like got the orders wrong. She's like, Dang she burns it. herself on a on a coffee that machine. Always grab me extra sugar. <laughs> hey Ian, you got a face. What'd you get? <clears throat> Eight. <laughs> that was with advantage. Oh, boys and berries. Well, huh. Well, huh. There's a good news, bad news situation that happens. It's the good news that I knocked the statue over and we won the Curse of Strahd? Uh, Yes. This was secretly the (laughs) key to his power? It's it's very very close. It's very close to what happens because the well the bad news is you just kind of like smash into it a little bit and like you kind of hurt your little shoulder a little bit. Good news <laughs> is that you do hear the sound of tree falling. Though I did lie, there was more bad news. It is not from that tree, but it is a noise that turns all of y'all's heads. Uh, and you can see the the needle blights that you saw next to the tree, and they seem to have their weird distortion needly mouths like wide the fuck open and the sound seems to be coming from them in a kind of tree-like screech. Suddenly, from the ground around you, inside the clearing, hands start shooting up from the ground and you see as people try and claw their way from the earth. Covered in mud, they look pretty fucking feral and as you look around you, you lock eyes with familiar face. It is angry, it is terrifying, it is ungodly, it is Kevin James, he is back, let's roll initiative, idiots! 
16. 10. I got a 7. A 1. How many mall cops are coming at us? Only one Paul Parblart mall cop. Paul Parblart. No, but I'm calling the druids mall cops. <laughs> okay, are they all mall cops now? <laughs> They're all mall cops. <laughs> okay, well, what you see is the, the humanoid figures around you. 12, 12 mall cops. Oh. That's a lot of mall cops. That's like hey, that's all a whole the lot mall, of mall cops. cops. We're, we're not counting blights as mall cops, right? They're the segways. I mean, segways. <laughs> okay, there are, uh, well, uh, so far, Three segways that you can see. Oh, that's not that much. That you, that you can that you can see. Uh, one of the mall cops that has clawed their way out of the ground starts to chant a couple of words under their breath and bark an order and hold aloft what looks like a bundle of sticks and not like in the same way that I'm a bundle of sticks. Hey, that's an <laughs> inappropriate homosexuality joke. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but he, he holds this like bundle of sticks aloft and it seems to be smoking with a weird kind of ashy aura to it. And you can see tiny little, what seems like an ashen shock wave goes out from it. And the kind of screaming of the blights that you heard earlier stop and the faces of these blights turn towards you guys. So I'm going to try to cast Dispel Magic and I'm going to roll, for, I ro- just rolled for it. And I cast, I got a nat one. So it's kind of irrelevant what I was trying to do. So have some fun there. Ooh, I can have fun with that, can't I? But don't. (laughs) I could though. No. No. What if I did though? Everything seems fine. Don't worry about it. The spell doesn't work. (laughs) I I don't don't like that. Uh, That's so fun. Uh, next, there's a group of these, like, dirty, dirty, rowdy mall cops, I guess, that are charging forward. They seem to be a bit beefier than the ones that are seeming to hang back, and they're ready to do some dang-ass hits. Let's go down the line. First off, Poncho does 24 hit. Huh. Yeah. Radical. I guess it does. 15 slashing damage as one of them comes over with his big old great axe and just hefts it down on you with a wild ass cry. Pling! Uh, oh. it, it, it nearly hurts me. Ooh! <laughs> what kind of tune are you? <laughs> the one on Camilla. A 16 to hit. That will hit. 13 damage on that one. Oh boy. Sorry, what'd you say? 14 to hit? Yes. 10 damage. One on Fang. 18 to hit. That does hit because I didn't have my shield out. Five damage for some reason. It's cool. slashing, so down. The, the dice yeah. know that she needs to stay alive. Uh, at least one more is going to go for a fang. 16 to hit, fang. Uh, that will also hit, yeah. 11 damage. Let's roll a d4 to see who the last one hits. Hit. That's a poncho. Uh, ooh, good. That's a natural 20, I think. Can't block that one. Gonna be nine damage total. These guys just come with their screaming, raging, twirling their goddamn great axes. Just come in and hack little ribbons off of you sweet little angel boys. You guys barely have a second to think, but from behind them, you can hear the voice of uh, Kevin James. He steps forward and goes, fuck you guys, and then starts chanting. Uh, it is not words that you can understand. Can I cast silence? No, it's not your turn, Emily. How long have you played D&D? How long have you played D&D, Emily? It's not your turn. I wanted to see if you forgot the rules. 
<laughs> you know what? Honestly, you know what? Good boy. You can hear it as Kevin James starts chanting, and you can hear it very like his voice doesn't really sound like his own. It sounds very like low in his chest, and you can feel as the ground is rumbling around you as he does it. I specifically didn't put you in the tunnel of mold. <laughs> to- Next up, you can also hear a skittering that is somewhat familiar as little nasty stick insect things start scrabbling their way over to you. Nez, seemingly out of nowhere from the nasty tree that's on the other end of this place, you can see peeling off of it three of the big gangly vine blights, which are the ones that very much enjoyed grabbing Poncho so very much. Fang, you're up. What's the plan? Gonna chop this guy in front of me. 17 to hit. 17 will hit, yes. 11 damage. You chunk into the one right in front of you. Take like a good like gash out of their shoulder, but you can see as you do so, they are just like laughing like it is the best day of their ding dang life. I'm just gonna hit this guy with my axe again. You go ahead. I don't hit him with my axe. Oh no. Thank. <laughs> Seeing that uh-huh. this is perhaps a dire situation, yeah. is going to uh, start climbing. Ooh, okay. The the two that are at you are going to take some swangs at you if you do that. Yeah, go for it. Probably not going to hit with a 10. It misses, but they do have advantage oh, on the attacks. Oh, they do have advantage now. on the attacks, huh? That one is probably going to hit with a 19, though. Yeah. Uh, so that one does 13 damage. And the second one, it gets a natural 20. Another 13 damage. So yeah, they, they do some hits, but you you do start climbing up this old tree of theirs. I really didn't think they'd just come out of the no, ground. No, it was the same thing. Ever ever being 100. Suboptimal. <laughs> uh, but how how high up are you trying to get on it? I want to eventually get to the point where I can jump off of this onto the wall. The wall around is like 10 feet high, and the the wooden statue is apparently 50 feet high, so you don't have to go that much up it. Oh, but now you said it, and I want to. <laughs> Would you care for me to touch you with one of my cat's graces? Emily, I I cannot tell you how much it is not your turn, Emily. I cannot fathom how much I have to tell it is not your turn. Hey guys, wait, everyone stop. I want to cast a spell though. Can we just stop initiative real quick so I can cast a fireball? I'm just going to step out of combat for a sec. Uh, next is Poncho. It's your time to shine, baby. From the position where I'm at, can I hit like a large group of blights? Uh, yeah, it looks like you can. This is my cool move I'm going to do now. I do a fireball. <laughs> Radical. Oh, yes. It is all of these dice that I've just picked up. Oh. 25. Let's do that and that. Okay, so you unleash like a massive goddamn fireball. You hear a lot of like tiny little screams as essentially all of the twig-like ones go up in smoke. The big ones, they have started to to walk towards you and then three of them you can see just go completely up in smoke. And the three giant vine blights, your, uh, essentially your natural enemies, when three walk in, only two walk out. Oh, nice. Um, how many people are in uh, melee with me? Two currently. I'm gonna... I'm, I'm, I'm coming, Fag, as well. Also up there. Yeah. Sounds yeah, like a good two. idea. I'm gonna climb. Gotta do a little slash at you. The first one is gonna be a 19 to hit. I'll let you off this time. <laughs> I'll let you off this one, you sneaky bitch. I bet. My god, that's my third natural 20. I don't like this video game. I thought no. we chose the easy setting. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, stop. I enjoy the story setting. What? Yeah. Wow, that's so many dices, mate. That's 33 damage. Fucking hell. Yeah, wow. I I'm, I mean... I would like to activate my spirit shield Ooh, as a reaction okay. to that. So I decrease the damage by 2d6. Uh, so take nine less. It was that 20. So that's 24. Ouchie. Hopefully this blood doesn't make it hard to climb. <laughs> God. Oh, God. Next up, it's so many druids. I imagine that while this is going on, like everyone's like doing a lot of cool shit. And sorry, she's kind of like in the Mortal Kombat pose where she's like shifting her weight. So Camilla and Sari on the ground, you can see as the druids don't seem to be advancing so much as they seem to be spreading out and back more. They're walking more towards like the edges of the hill and all of them are doing the same low chant that you can feel in your bones and like as you're standing on the ground or as you're climbing the tree, you can feel everything kind of reverberate with the sound of it. And now, Sari what did you say? Yay, it's my turn. Is the dude who is <laughs> Kevin James within 120 feet of me? Um, yes, the dude that is Kevin James is okay, within 120 cast, feet of you. Okay, uh, silence on him. Oh, okay. okay. Kevin James falls silent and you don't hear his uh, melodic, beautiful, perfect voice. We're very mean to Kevin James in this podcast and I would like to bring it back to being nice to Kevin James. He is the king of queens. You don't hear Kevin James anymore, which is a blessing or a curse, depending. Uh, is there anything else you want to do? I would like to give a uh, bardic inspiration die, so I'd like to give an extra D8 to Poncho. Oh. So I kind of shout over to you like, Poncho, they did hits, but you're the best selling hit. You're the greatest hits all top 10, 20. You know, oh I my, love you. Oh my God. I am a top 40. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I am a bestseller. Next up, the remaining needle blights. They're going to go for the ones up in the trees. Poncho first. You are not allowed to equip me again. I don't know what to say. I don't know what I'm doing. TPK. <laughs> TPK. TPK. Like, should I go gambling tonight? Should I gamble? Um, I am going to reactively cast shield, even though it will not protect me. It will at least refresh my barrier. So that's only that's only five damage. Okay, it, it pings off. The next one's going to go for Fang. That one is not going to hit. Uh, The last one... That's going to go for Fang again. Uh, none of those are going to fucking hit. Whereas Pancho has like five needles in each of his eyes. Uh. <laughs> Next up, it is the guy with the staff. He's going to make a little little attack against you. That's not going to hit. Camilla, you are up. Um, I'm going to cast Healing Word on Pancho. Radical. But I'm going to cast it as a second level. I mean, sorry, a third level. So I'm going to roll 2d4. So that's... Uh, it's 12. What what word is it? Oh yeah, what's oh, the word? Camilla closes her eyes, reaches into her pouch, crumbles chamomile, like blows it on the wind and goes, anti-disestablishmentarianism. Pancho, <laughs> <laughs> you, like along with the needles in your eyes, you get some like tea leaves, but it feels good. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Okay, it's a lot of berserkers again. Here's the thing, they can't reach either Poncho or Fang, which is good for Poncho and Fang. We'll yeah. say that much. I guess we're going three and three. All right, let's do the three on Camilla. Uh, so we got an 11, which won't, probably won't hit. No. We got a 12. No, it will not. And we got a 17. Heck yeah. What do? Gonna be, this could be a little, just, just a little five damage for you there. Fun times. 
Well, one of them got a seven, but the others got a uh, yep. 24 and a not natural 20. Uh-huh. Uh, that is 23 damage. Uh-huh. Uh, next up, there are little skitteries that are coming towards y'all. The skittering of the remaining two blades are coming up. The statue. Three towards Poncho. Three towards Fang. Because we're keeping it evens. Poncho, we have got uh, the lowest is a 15. Miss. We've got a 19. Hit. And then non natural 20. Uh, that is a nine as they scritchy scratchy at you. I, I, they, they are battered away. They're battered away by your sweet, sweet shield. On Fang, two of those are definitely not going to hit. One of them is a 18. That'll hit. Uh, wow. That does a whole like uh, two damage as one of them just like gets his little like needly teeth and goes, on like your nose or something. <laughs> Next up, it's gonna have to be Poncho's old friend. Blind blind, my old friend. They're gonna start like kind of coming up the thing at you. Uh, that one is a 22 to hit. That's a hit. Nine damage. And can you make me a... Ah, oh, forgot about yeah. this. Yeah. Oh no, you're just, you, you are just grappled. The other one is gonna go for Fang. 16 to hit. Yep. Yep. Fredoosh. Six bludgeoning damage. And again, restrained. Last one is gonna grab at sorry, what'd you say? Okay. 13 to hit. Uh-uh. That Radical. would be annoying, but I'm happy. <laughs> so, sorry. <laughs> fucking sidesteps the heck out of this big viney punch that's coming our way. Next up is Fang. I will try to break out of this. Is that a strength check? Uh, yes. 13. That is indeed gonna get you out. Bust out and keep climbing. I say, can you make um a little perception check with disadvantage just because of the situation you're in? Eight. Never mind. Everything's fine. Uh, uh, next up, it's Poncho, your favorite boy, Viney Boys, around you again. I hate you. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't help you guys as much. In the meantime, uh, I I turn into mist. It's only a verbal component for Misty Step, which Ooh, is fun. I like I just like that. I like the idea that you have to say something as well. I also to like that it. you've You're decided like... that the thing you say is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that's good. Poncho makes a fart noise in order to activate it, and then there is also a gassy noise as he turns into a gas. And then there's another one as he comes back. It's <laughs> just a triple threat. That's so good. That's what that phrase means. But yeah. So where where are you reappearing? Like near the top, thirty feet up, basically. Yeah, so essentially you can get on its shoulder. Cool. <laughs> You're on its shoulder. Uh, can I'm you also do a, a little perception with disadvantage? That's uh, 16. So you can see from here around where the chest of this thing is a dull green light that seems to be inside the roots itself. And as you're watching it, you can see it seems to be pulsing like in time with the chanting that's coming from the druids. So the light is pulsing. Can I see an object that is... It's essentially like light coming through like the cracks. They're doing a... They're doing some kind of magic thing to the to the giant. Is there a druid, like a druid who is not mute? There are three other regular ones and there's the one that's near Sari that is the one that's holding big old staff kind of thing. Let's see good at throwing daggers am I (laughs) 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 I teleport up to the top of the thing I scan the area I like it's like the the, the (laughs) meme with just the maths the equations floating around me like uh, and then I just take a dagger and I go 
and chuck it, and it like starts spinning down towards a druid, whichever yeah. probably the closest druid that isn't yeah, yeah, muted. Uh, sure. And hopefully the arc carries it down. You can add your bardic inspiration. Ah, oh, yeah. <gasps> this might actually work. Oh my god, that's such a good point. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to roll these D20s first. I'm, I'm adding dexterity and proficiency. Yes, as long uh, as you're proficient in chucking, simple, simple shit. Chucking it. Chucking it, mate. <laughs> as long as you have proficient in chucking it, mate. <laughs> okay, well, I have a plus five. Let's, let's see what Ooh. happens. Do I want to save my inspiration? Who knows how long this will last. I'm going to hold on to it. Okay. Uh, I rolled an 18. That does indeed hit. That's, that's going to be a 1d4 plus two. That is a four damage. Ooh, dang, son! Next up, it's all the druids doing their nasty thing, chanting away. Sorry, you're up. Okay, I think what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go ahead and try to make fuck. Try to make fuck? That's not a good <laughs> Damn. I want to try to make a fuck. That's my favorite I don't hobby. Know if you can make fuck. <laughs> Let's make fuck. You know what? I'm gonna cast Bear's Endurance on myself. Touch my head and then touch my arms and do a Sailor Moon kind of like thing. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so now I'll have advantage on constitution checks and I gain an extra eight extra temporary hit points. Uh, I'm going to give this time uh, Fang is going to get an inspiration die. Wachow! Nice. You're inspired by cool. my now beefy figure. Oh, yeah. You know how you get inspired when you just like look at Dwayne the Rock Johnson? It's that. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> you look down and sorry. It just looks like sorry, but like a Beefcake. <laughs> yeah, I'm a beefcake. I'm a beef scone. I'm a beefy it. scone. I need it. Fuck it. Top it around. Little needles are gonna do some little needles. Uh, they're gonna go at the fang. Uh, 17 to hit. Uh, that'll hit. Nine damage. Uh, which okay. is half, obviously. Uh, two more. The lowest one there is going to be a 19 again. Uh, that's an extra 15 on top of it. I am at 26. The guy with the, the staff is going to hit out again at sorry. Again, I don't think that's gonna hit though, dog. Next up is Camilla. I think she tried to heal Fang. She scrunches up her eyes real tight and just whispers, cellar door. And that's it's 12 again, so. Again, Camilla's whispering to you about cellars. It's a bit weird, but like, ah, it's Camilla, you know. We're back at the berserkers, babies. Camilla. Yep. Well, what's your what's your AC? Thirteen. None of them hit. Holy crap! Fucking radical. They all start like whiffing like crazy. It's great. Uh, sorry. The lowest is twelve. Nope. Nineteen and not natural twenty. Yep. Nineteen damage. Ooh. I'm down. Oh god. Okay. Oh, there I go. <laughs> there I go. Uh... Okay, well, I guess that... Uh, I do have one question. Yes? Do we have to <laughs> let the audience know I know I knew how much that damage is going to be? Can I use a cutting word? You can use a cutting word. Don't worry about it. <laughs> hey, hey Ismay, before you attack, uh, can I use cutting word? Are you oh, sure you want to use a cutting word? Because, like... I don't know. I feel like it's going to be a good return investment. Word? Yeah, yeah, sure. Go for okay. it. <laughs> well, let me remember how to use cutting word. Here Movie goes. magic. <laughs> You're doing an illegal... Hey, uh, shut up, bud. <laughs> hey. So I'm gonna roll a D8 really quick. <laughs> and you're gonna subtract that from the damage, right? Okay. <laughs> it's a one. <laughs> what? Please leave oh. all of that in. <laughs> that was too funny. Now the people are going to know that we're filthy liars because that was so funny. 
It's hilarious. No, but it's hilarious because it's like the first time we've ever done that. The only time we've ever done it that. It really yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Hey everybody and welcome back to the middle of the podcast break chat with your host and DM Ismay. We're going to get through these quite quickly because we got a lot of things to get to in this episode. First off, apologies for Ali's audio. It's a little bit weird right now because she's just moving into her new place and setting it all up. So we're going to get a little bit of audio weirdness on that end. So if you don't know, Half Damage is a Crit Chat production. We all met on Crit Chat. Crit Chat is a D&D advice podcast that we all met on. You can find that wherever you find this podcast that is Crit Chat, and it's a D&D advice slash comedy podcast. Go check it out. Uh, we share all of our social media with Crit Chat, so if you want to find us, then you can find us over here on Half Damage over at facebook.com forward slash Crit Chat, all one word, or on twitter.com forward slash Crit underscore chat, or you can find our Discord in the description of wherever you're listening to this. We got lots of cool D&D D memes and all of these. It keeps you up to date with all the things that we're doing. And it's a good time and it helps us see who's out there. Uh, if you can share the episodes from there when they come out, that would be the absolute best thing in the world. It helps more people know that we're here. It helps more people listen to us. And we think this is a show worth listening to. So if you do that, you would eternally own our hearts. If you want to help us out in a money way instead of a word of mouth way or as well as a word of mouth way, you can go to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash critchat, all one word. The money from that goes towards things like making a new cover image for Half Damage, which looks so good and so tight. So thank you to everyone who has donated so far. That makes cool things like that happen. And if you would like more cool, excellent things to happen in the future for Crit Chat, go over to our Patreon. If you want to give us money, but also want a little something something for your troubles, uh, you can go over to our Redbubble. At our Redbubble, you can get some cool Crit Chat merch. All you have to do is go to redbubble.com forward slash people forward slash crit chat, all one word. More ways you can help out the show if you want to do the coolest one, which you will have heard if you have listened to previous episodes of this goddamn podcast, uh, is our fan mail section. So you can pretend to be a person that's in the world that's watching The Curse of Strahd on TV and send in fan mail to your favorite of the heroes. We've done it a couple of times in the past and it's always the most fun, the most best, and the most excellent, and you guys get to be a part of the world and build the world around them. You can send it to one of the heroes or all of them together or any of the NPCs because I'm not fussed and I think it would be fun to read fucking fan mail Estrad. <laughs> but if you want to do that, then you can send it over to critchatpodcast at gmail.com. Real quick, here's our word from this week's sponsors. This is a public service announcement. Ismay, cut this into the middle. Hey, you and your friends thinking about getting together for a bad movie night? Scrolling through Netflix, you see Will Smith next to an orc, you think this might be fun? No, Bright isn't fun. Bright isn't fun for anyone. Don't support Max Landis. I'm going to let you get back to the episode now. This is a very short middle of the podcast break chat because we got so much to get through. I hope you enjoy it. Let's get back to sorry watch you say being fine. She'll be fine. She'll be fine. Can I paint the picture of sorry? Wait, what attack is being done to her again? Is it? It's a fucking great act. Just like slit your uh, throat open. Oh. oh, I was thinking that he hit me like one of the uh, porcupines in Alice in uh -uh. Wonderland. No, 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 no. That you're you're bleeding out from the throat. Uh, sorry was not expecting that emotionally, nor was I. Sorry just kind of holds on to her neck for a second, looks really confused, and looks down at her hand and is like got hit but she can't talk because she just got slit in the throat and oh so he's like little gurgles of blood just sweeney todd style and she just kind of looks over at camilla like uh, and then falls to the ground 
sorry. Oh, Kevin James is now able to speak again uh, and joins back in. Uh, we got some twig blights. Those all suck. The vine blights are gonna try and stomp on Fang. Well, ooh. Okay, I give you guys fucking penalties for nat ones. You see as one of the vine blights fists starts like reaching towards you and it nearly makes contact right in your chest where you see another one just come out at last second like it was saving you from a car crash just like pushes it aside uh, and Fang, you're up. I'm gonna keep climbing till I'm like next to Poncho, like on the other shoulder, I guess. Yep, you, you can you can get there. You can get there on this turn. Um, I'm just gonna have a quick look around at the scene. On this, the large area that you're in, inside these ten foot stone walls, around the edges of them is where you see all of the druids that are sitting back and chanting. You can feel the ground tremble underneath your feet as they chant, and you can see the glowing green that's inside the chest of this thing pulse to the sound of their chanting. You can see as a man with a stick standing over the body of Sorry Wajasei, who seems to be down for the count. You can see Camilla, who seems to be still standing, surrounded by berserkers. And you can see Poncho next to you. And weirdly, at the heart of it all, you see fucking Kevin fucking James. You said the chest of this thing is glowing? Yes! Uh, so I'm gonna go to the glowing soft gelatinous underbelly of this statue. I want to, like, climb down onto the chest and, like, see what's making it glow. It's difficult to kind of, like, see what it is. It's so, like, far embedded in it. Like, you could only really see streams of this green pulsing light. All right, then I'm going to attack it, yeah. That is a 21 and a 24. Great, great, great. Love these rolls now. For a total of 13, 23 damage. You hack into this thing and when you feel it like chonk through, it feels more solid than a tree should. But still like your blade hunks into it and hunks into it again and like little bits of it fall away. You can hear all around the blights start doing their horrible like scream again. And you can start to see as bits of the wood fall away from it, you can see the the edges of, ah, looks like a gem, baby. I wouldn't be able to, like, reach in and yank it out. Probably not with at the state it's at okay. right now. Next up, Poncho. Okay, I'm going to do a Scorching Ray at level three. I'll shoot four different Berserkers. Uh, 17 lowest. Uh, yep, then you're all hit. Uh, yep, cool, all hits. 11, then 6, then 8, then 8. Uh, yeah, so you, you like hurl little fireballs at these boys. They seem to be a singe and a not happy, but still a chonkin'. All the druids still chanting. Sorry, can you uh, roll me a death save? Okay, it's an 18. It's an 18, okay. So you got one save. Good. One save on the map. Yeah. Top of the round. Needles are going to try and get Fang. A 19. Yeah, that hits. Nine damage, halved. The guy with the nasty staff is gonna, like, take one step over, uh, Sari's, well, dying. Sorry ass. <laughs> sorry, sorry ass body. Uh, <laughs> take a swing at Camilla, he's not been doing so well so far. That is, um, a 13. It's equal to. Oh, so god damn. That is, uh, four damage. 
Okay. But well, as, as it's, he swings at you, you can feel as it hits you, even though it doesn't feel that sore at first, you feel as there's just like a lot of splinters that go into you. Like you can feel the staff growing oh. uh, and kind of like slipping under your skin. And when it pulls out, oh. the blood that's on them seems to drain into the staff and you can see it like run in a rivulet along it and seemingly oh. uh, into this oh. boy who smiles at you. But Camilla, oh. it's your go. Okay. I don't think Camilla is coherent anymore. She's just seen Sari go down. But she does have, using her last third level slot, a spell, Beacon of Hope, which this spell bestows hope and vitality. Choose any number of creatures within range for the duration. Each target has advantage on wisdom saving throws and death saving throws. And regains the maximum number of hit points possible from any healing. Oh, dang. So I think she's basically a puddle at this point. I think she's sobbing and I'm going to just kind of collapse at her. And I don't think I care that anybody's around us. And I'm just going to embrace her. And I think we're both covered in blood at this point. I'm just going to whisper, please be okay. As you do it, you can feel... Like, even though this situation feels awful and impossibly bad, you still feel the warm feeling that you get when you're having a good cup of tea and a nice book, but also the feeling that you get when you know that Baldre is watching over you and all of y'all feel like you can get some vitality back. Unfortunately, it's the Berserkers go, and there's six of them, and it's just Camilla standing. Well, actually, here's the thing. They don't want that goddamn gem to go anywhere. I'm going to roll d6 and see how many go up for the gem, okay? Okay. Six go up for the gem. You see as these guys look at Fang, like, hucking this thing out of the center of the statue and start climbing hand over fist to try and get up there. They're not going to reach there for a while, but they are coming. Kevin James, chanting, twig blight, spite at Fang. No, no, that one, yes. Uh, that it's gonna be five damage, spine blights. Also, they're heading up, and Fang, you're up. I am just gonna leave it alone. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I'm done now. Uh, I'm gonna keep hacking at this. 17 and 16. Yep, both hit. 12 damage. You, like, smash into this thing and see as the wood, like, falls away from it, and you can see the gem inside. It weirdly reminds you of a heart in the way that some of the vines inside it are seem to be, like, connecting to it, growing over it, like, veins into a beating heart, and it's still beating to the sound of the chanting from below that's almost drowned out as the blights are screaming at you. I rip out that heart. Rip out and that heart. Eat it. I mean, it's it's easy enough at this point. You got a gem. Cool. I'm gonna climb back up next to Pancho while I like shove this in my bag. I feel like, hey Pancho, I got this big glowing gem thing, and now they're climbing up. I I really feel like we should bail on this. <laughs> uh, yeah, but luckily I have them right where I want them, all <laughs> according to plan. Whishing. I like adjust my glasses. <laughs> Because, because this, was was a, six. this was a terrible plan. Why did you tell us about this plan? We should have workshopped this. Sorry comes back from the dead and is like, excuse me? Mostly according to plan. <laughs> we get like an Ocean's Eleven like hours earlier when you planned this exact Okay, when all the druids out. come out from under the ground underneath our body and Kevin James is there yeah, also, yeah. we're gonna... So yeah, Pacho, you're up next. You activated my trap card. And I'm going to... (laughs) 
uh, fireball. So uh, all six of them. Yeah, you are, baby. It, it's my final fireball. What's the area on that? 20 foot radius. Yeah, so that'll 40. get the needle blights, the twig blights, the vine blights, the berserkers. I'm just I'm just on top of a... I, I think I'm on a shoulder, right? And I just like yes. slam down a fireball onto the front of the statue. No. It's deck saves, but they are, they are climbing. Yeah, I'll do but. a disadvantage. <laughs> Fuck it. Yes. Uh, okay. Uh, that is 21. 21. 21 damage. All the needle blights, gone. Vine blights, gone. Berserkers, two of them gone. Still four more, but most of them go up and smoke. Damn. But also, tree, on fire, baby! Yeah. Hey. I, I, I dust my hands off and I'm like, ha the old lure them up a 50-foot statue, <laughs> separate them from your wounded friends, and hit them with a fireball trick. Works every time. Camilla, you're like looking down at your solid friend and look up for a second as you see your friend and colleague Poncho just dusting his hands off while Fang's like holding a big shiny gem as the thing they're standing on is just utterly on fire. <laughs> yeah, it looks definitely, good. <laughs> definitely just holding. Sorry, tears streaming down her face, just mouth agape, just staring. At and I look down at the fire finally, and I'm like, "This is fine." <laughs> <laughs> At this point, it's the druids go, and as they see the gem being ripped from the chest of this giant statue, all of their their chanting stops, and the the rumbling of the ground stops. And instead, each of them kind of like in turn lets out like a deep guttural scream that shakes the ground, the walls that have surrounded it just fly backwards and are no longer there as the rocks just burst out in every direction around them. Sorry, what'd you say? Can we roll another little? Uh, that is a two. And a five. That's, oh my god. That's a death fail right there. It's <laughs> a death fail. Oh my god. Camilla, it's your go. And he has cure wounds as a second level. So eight plus your spellcasting because of the Beacon of Hope. That's mm-hmm. 15. Sorry. When you're feeling yourself die, you can feel there is a kind of light. But after that moment, you see the light being faded away by an all-encompassing fog that blots it out completely until the thing that you were slipping away into isn't any sort of tunnel of hope. It's just an endless fog. And while you're slowly going down that path, you are suddenly ripped back into the land of the living by what feels like a warm, soft hand. And you can feel as your throat starts knitting itself together. Camilla, it looks so bad. It looks very bad. As, like, the flesh seems to reach out from either side to, like, self-knit itself closed. There's a very nasty scar left in its wake. But, sorry, what to say? Lives? She breathes? Sorry? Sorry. I think Sorry is trying to, like, communicate with you, but she's still thinking, like, she can't. So she just kind of, like, blinks for a minute, because I think the the light that she was seeing was, like, blinding, but this kind of a light, it dwarfs in comparison to what she saw, so it's almost like she's just in utter darkness. And I think slowly your face starts to come back into focus, and she just kind of gives a weak little smile and gives you a wink, and she can't really do much else at this moment. I think she's still, like, she feels a lot better, but I think the shock is still there, so she can't really do much more. Camilla absolutely, like, 
pulls her into like the deepest embrace that she can muster. Fang, you're up. You're standing on top of a burning building. And I'm just kind of dancing next to you. Burn, baby, burn. Disco yeah. Inferno. Hey, Poncho, do you trust me? Uh. Too long. And then she just grabs him and yes. jumps off the statue. Yes! Uh, angling to fall, like, under Poncho. So yeah, she yeah. takes the impact. I'm going to need acrobatics or athletics. I'm going to add the D8 just because I'm plummeting 40 feet. And it yeah, seems yeah, like yeah, a good yeah. idea. So that is 27. Poncho, your, like, big poof of, like, hair is just, like, swept <laughs> up. And what you just see is partially just, like, Fang hugging into you. And partially just, like, fire streaming past you. Fuck, that's nothing. Uh, you, Fang, you end up with four damage. Half that for two. Half that for two. As you bruise your knee when you superhero land with, like, Poncho over one shoulder. If yes. I can still move, I would like to get up, still <laughs> yeah, carrying Poncho, and just, like, book it towards Camilla and Sari. Fuck yeah. Hey, I don't give a shit anymore. This is radical. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> still raging, so ghosts still, like, swirling yeah, around yeah. me as this happens. <laughs> the ghosts are swirling swirling around like they start to like go like in and out of the plumes of smoke that are coming off of this tree and you're just booking it towards Sari and Camilla. Pacho, you're over Fang's shoulder. What do? <laughs> Did we just fall 50 feet? It was more like 40. <laughs> <laughs> that was so irresponsible. <laughs> you set the tree we were standing on on fire. <laughs> yeah. It's Staff Guy. I, I'm, I'm going to shoot him with Scorching Ray. Radical. Uh, lowest is a 15. The lowest hits. What is the? What was the, the damage on it? 21. He, he's not quite dead, but only just like, he essentially looks like Fireboy on bike. Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider. You said, you've essentially Ghost rider him. Oh, Ghost Rider. He looks fucking Ghost Rider as <laughs> shit. Uh, yeah. He's like, on, on nice. Fuego, like, all of his skin is just melting the piss off, but he's still a standing. I do like a push each time with my hands, and I'm like, pew, 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 and I'm just screaming, give me your cool staff, as I'm bouncing up and down on Fang. Camilla, you're up. Uh, Fang, Fang, is that, is that the thing? Is that the thing we came for? I have a big glowing thing in my bag. We should get out of here. I think I think we should get out of here. Can somebody help me carry yeah. Sari? Fang picks up Sari on her other shoulder. <laughs> Wait, Fang, throw me at that wizard guy before we go. No! <laughs> Damn it! You hear, like, Fang scream no and, like, burst through the wall of her ancestors as Fang and Camilla book it out of here <laughs> and Sari and Poncho bounce along on the shoulders, a gnome on each shoulder. Fang and Camilla run from the fight, leaving an effigy burning in the background and the screaming of still 12 druids. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>